Hello there. You are listening to Humans of Mitti Ke Ram, and today we have with us a very special guest, Shruti Saroop. She is a certified coach, a mentor, a speaker, and someone who has guided a lot of MNCs, PSUs, and telecom majors. But most importantly for me, she is a very down-to-earth woman, very humble, and very warm. Welcome to the podcast, ma'am. I'm hoping that you're having a good day, and very excited to start my day with such positive vibes. So how are you feeling today? Thank you for having me uh, here. It is really nice that uh, Mitti Kerang decided to reach out. It is wonderful to speak to you. Um, thank you so much. As you are aware, ma'am, that we are look like our main aim is to promote female entrepreneurs, and you are someone who is always looking out and who is conducting. mentorships and uh, workshops for the same so i believe that it was natural that we reached out to you so i would like to start by like what are you doing this lockdown like what are the productive things that are going in your life interestingly lockdown has been um, you know as traumatizing it has been for everybody for coaches like us it is also a time where we really get to give back to the society um as mentors as coaches as people with experience because this is the time people need help this is the time people are really looking for someone to hold their hand and guide them help them with stress help them with uh, just scheduling the day so yeah this um productivity is possibly at its highest because we see people need um uh, support so that's what i have been busy with uh, in the last 6 months now and yeah which seems to go on endlessly now so they do say that you like the person who's there for everyone also needs someone so who would you say was there like in your life like is it your husband your father your mother or your children anyone can be your motivation source i think at various points in time various people have been a motivator when i was growing up my father um i think he's the one who never raised your two sisters he never raised us as a daughter he was always like you know go for it do whatever and he was in the forces so i come from an army background and he would take us with him and you know those morning walks and ensure that we are doing the burma bridges and the jumps and everything at a very young age so i was very very tomboyish i think somewhere i still am um so thereafter i think it was my husband for a very long time um about 2 years back um there's another gentleman i met who's unfortunately just passed away 48 hours back not even that i think he's been a fantastic mentor so yeah there are various people who've been mentors guides and obviously uh, the children are there uh, i have two boys and one of the things they keep telling me they they love uh, googling me on the net and they find it very interesting to um, mm-hmm. you know tell their friends that mom is on the net so mm-hmm. um i think that is a huge motivator because you see uh, your kids looking at you with a lot of um, um inspiration and i think that's what i'd like them to take with them that yeah i think it's it's far more difficult to raise boys in today's world so if i can leave a good message for them that is all i want okay that's really nice i would believe that that's very proud moment for them to show to their friends that yeah that's my mom so i've seen a, a few friends of mine do that like they are like you know my mother's name you should google her and you will find a lot of things about her and all that so that's quite a pride moment there so since we have the topic of mindset 
so i wanted to ask like what are the different mindsets and how will you know what type of mindset do you have like can you get to know what type of mindset a person has just by having a conversation with them yes you can get to know the mindset of a person by having a conversation uh see when you read papers and research papers and when you google you will find a lot of things like positive mindset growth mindset fixed mindset abundance mindset so i think the names are quite a few there is something like a justified mindset so i think we can give whatever names we want to but the point is that uh, when you have a conversation with someone and the person is forever saying that you know i'm doing everything but there is been no change in my life which i think we keep hearing from a lot of people i seem to be stuck here um what do i do differently i have no choice i think that is a clear sign of being in a mindset which is limiting you a mindset where you're not exploring your possibilities and i won't like to give it any adjective or any word i would say that is a mindset that will not let you move on grow it is not good for you <clears throat> for any one of us um the right kind of mindset would be where we start looking at um, we are able to recognize opportunities you know if we are stuck at home we are able to recognize that opportunity that yes for 6 months or a year now i'm stuck at home what can i do differently in this period <clears throat> how can i give back to the world to the society um if life is put me in a situation that say for example the last 5 years i'm stuck in the same job nothing much is happening no promotions just a basic increment what is it that you can do differently when you start looking at those opportunities when you start finding trying different things you know this person is in the right frame of mind this person will grow and as long as we are you know as they say as long as you're trying you're not failing so a person who's constantly trying is in the right mindset you can call it positive mindset you can call it growth mindset you can call it abundance mindset i think a a successful person will will always find opportunities wherever they are a successful person will always or a happy person will always be able to look at far more than what is out there in front of him sometimes you know be like you know i have been trying so many things and i am still i still get the same results and i'm like you cannot try the same thing again and again and expect a different result which means you need to do something differently Yeah, and I just think like Einstein said, said yeah. that trying the same thing, you'll get the same results. It's sort of like insanity. Absolutely. So a person with a good, successful growth mindset will look at opportunities, will find different ways, will continuously keep trying, will know that okay, I am possibly you know break trying to knock at the wrong door. Let me try a different door. So yeah, it's it's easy. You speak to person. Uh, the other day I was speaking to somebody. I think the lady said. can't don't shouldn't uh in like the first 2 minutes i was like hold on this is not going right we need to change something here so you know those words are a good indicator that okay uh this is not the right mindset okay so has there been any instance like you are having a positive mood and talking after talking to a client it has sort of shifted your mindset or your mood i won't say mindset i would say your mood towards a different sort of a conversation has it have a negative impact on you and how do you deal with that sort of an it does it does um because there are certain people some a lot of times when you're doing coaching and there are certain people they um uh, they're not able to look at any options so very mm-hmm. recently i was coaching somebody and uh, 
she was just not able to look at any options and it was like it's not my fault it's the other person's fault even when you're trying to you know uh, help her gently take into a different direction she was just like it's everything about the other person so it frustrates you it dampens your mood as well mm-hmm. um but then i guess you know i am a i am a pranic healer as well so i've done pranic healing as well so one needs to know when to cut that cord so after some of these sessions i very uh, i ensure that i'm cutting that cord that mm-hmm. emotional cord because otherwise you know it's very difficult okay so it's good to know that even you people are quite human to these things because people have this conception that yeah people have this conception that she is a coach she is like indifferent to these things these things don't affect her she's there for the positive vibe or to like improve your lifestyle Ooh, that's that's such a misconception we are humans at the end of the day <laughs> we feel bad we feel exhausted uh, frustrations mm-hmm. irritations yeah it's just that the ability to understand our own emotions is possibly higher we are more mindful so mm-hmm. if if in a, in this conversation with you i get irritated i know that you know there's a trigger point i know how to control it but yeah i do get triggered it's just that my ability to control and not react is possibly better than uh, someone else possibly that also i i won't say that is better mhm So I believe that a person definitely affects their atmosphere as well. So do you think like the sort of calm and positive vibe that you have is also reflected on your children? Like you can understand what mindset they are going through and you can guide them along the way. So has that affected them as well? So they're very young, uh, but yeah, I think it has to some extent. Um, in uh, so I have, as I said, I have two boys, and one of them is ten, and one of them is eight. I think the older one. obviously i see him um making the right choices i see him it's possibly also age but then i do see looking at things like you know very recently um he we were just talking about something he said mom why don't you look at it positively why are you only looking at you know what you've lost mm-hmm. and both me and my husband was like okay so that's like a 10 year old teaching us about positive mindset and looking at things <laughs> positively so you know those are good reminders as i said even we are humans uh mm-hmm. it gets to us but obviously the children are picking it up so it's like so i believe it's one of those part on the back sort of a movement where you, like moment where you are like having that conversation with your children and even a 10 year old even i was thinking the same thing like a 10 year old is telling her mother like his mother he like you should uh, try to look at the positive aspect oh yes in fact he took a session on growth mindset in his class and i was like wow and he told me okay. after the entire thing was over he said mom you know i w- i had heard your um, uh, video the other day the one that you had recorded mm-hmm. and so ma'am was asking about something so i did a quick 5 minute uh, session with everybody telling them what a growth mindset i'm like okay that's interesting so yeah the children are picking it up and it's good yeah it's a pat on the back it's nice Okay, so I think next session I'll have to work it with your, uh, I think with him as well. Because I since guess he's so. doing it since a long time, so I think I can get in touch with him. <laughs> anyway, so going back to the topic, I wanted to ask about like, do you think being authentic is important when you are having a growth mindset? Like, is it important to be yourself, or is it more important to have that positive energy around you? It. you know it's as we say practice makes a man perfect 
when you start understanding that there there's a certain way in which you need to deal with what's happening to you over a period of time it just becomes a way of life so um over a period of time i don't have to sit in front of you and pretend to be positive or pretend to be haha hi hi i'm very happy and i do not need to use negative words it just comes automatically to me over a period of time or uh, it just that's authentic um so you know when a person like there was this one gentleman i used to work with um about 4 5 years back and um he was very short tempered and while he was a ceo of a firm he would walk in with like face down body closed just walk straight to the cabin lose his temper at the smallest thing and uh, i remember speaking to him about you know uh, why do you do he said this is the way i am people need to accept me the way i am and we did then did a one year coaching thing with him and i also got him in touch with a few people to speak to who mentored him and he was a ceo a young ceo but 233 years of age and um, thereafter we saw marked change because when you're coaching when you coach somebody it you know those nuances of oh this is triggering me this this affects me this is what makes me annoyed i think once you start realizing those you are immediately as i said you know it becomes very easy to make that connect and change yourself it's like in a snap of a moment you know oh okay i'm getting angry being irritated or i'm not delegating right or i'm not communicating right whatever you're coaching someone on you know coaching is about mm-hmm. behaviors so uh, the moment you're able to identify that and you're able to make that change and you know it's a behavioral change that will happen over a period of time then um, it becomes a way of life so then that's the new authentic mm-hmm. i don't know if that answers your question No, no, it does. I do like that line where you say that uh, the guy said that people should accept him the way it is. It's often confused with the term authentic. Being authentic and uh, like trying not to work on your flaws is something entirely different. These are two different things. People tend to mix them up, and they are like, "I'm being myself," and people should accept or respect that choice. And I would say that even I'm guilty of using those lines at times. but uh, that's a very nice thing to know that even i had oh so he is the 8 year old one i believe yeah yeah he is so sorry about that no it's completely fine so as we were going back so i wanted to talk about more about the like we know that how the world is changing now and lockdown is impacting people most of the people are either working from home so if they are they are more glued to technology like you would see that mothers or even uh, even grandparents nowadays are glued to their phones and everybody in the house is together on a dining table but with their own cell phones or with their own equipment of technology so how would you say what can we do at this uh, sort of an environment to bring about a positive change or a sense of well-being or i would say a sense of belonging in such an atmosphere so uh you know what we did at home um and each house is different so i can only tell you what we did and maybe give a few suggestions as well i think people should have a schedule in the house specific time where say for example you wake up in the morning and a couple of hours or maybe an hour where the family sits together whether it's for tea or it's for breakfast or whatever and then um, like we continued our schedule exactly how it was so 9 o'clock work starts for everybody in the house um 
all four of us we are we are on our laptops working it's normal day then it's a routine we take a break and at an exact time one to two all of us have lunch together um and then there's an evening tea again for about half an hour because then it's work time for everybody so there's half an hour and then dinner together i think that also ensures that one we are getting time together as a family because if i think covid has forced everyone together and even in this time if you're all on our technology uh, mm-hmm. more than anything else then we are not utilizing this proud moment or i think proud is the wrong time but i think this opportune time to spend time with the family i think we'll miss out on that um i also have very specific time uh, for the family to spend on um, random things on on their mobiles so for example after 9 there is nothing which is related to digital at all so before we all sleep about couple of hours before that we don't use any electronics um i think to create that positivity we need to ensure that there's that schedule obviously it's difficult because all of us are now addicted it's like you know if i have to read the newspaper i'll pick up the phone and once you pick up the phone for say even to take read the newspaper you'll then go to facebook and then you'll go to you know WhatsApp. 50 different social medias i think the point is we need to understand and that's also about that mindfulness and awareness that i've been talking about i think it's that awareness that you are possibly doing or uh, spending far more time Mm-hmm. how much time are you spending on electronics and just if you keep that schedule it just helps okay so talking about the growth mindset people have this analogy that uh, growth mindset and winning mindset are the same thing so do you think they are same because uh, i remember watching this documentary recently it was about a basketball player so the name is last round so what he has is that i have to win there is a specific quote that he says which i think reflects his ideology well he says that there is no i in the team but there is an i in win so that's sort of a analogy this person has though i admire him deeply but later on he does change like you can win ti- like titles by uh, like alone but you do need a team for winning a championship but i wanted to know reflect back on the previous quote that i had said like do you think that this person is having a growth mindset or is it more of a winning mindset or they are somewhat similar growth might see as as i said a little while back we can use whatever adjective we want to mm-hmm. as long as the purpose is that we are going together we it's not just about me doing what i need to do to make it a success it's also about me taking everybody along with me to make it a success you know we were talking about mentors um a little while back unless i had not if you know if i did not have the mentors at various points in time which i had i wouldn't have been where i am today so somebody gave me that push which means we all need to work together and that is what a good mindset or a growth mindset or winning whichever i mean as i said you know you call it whatever name adjective we want to the point is we need to have the mindset where we are reaching out to others we are helping others um we are working with others because uh, you know one is the indian concept of karma you give what you get but also i think it's far more important that we need to understand that energies come together to create something 
so when two people come together they um, and they have complementary skills they are able to help each other and and when you have a group working together and which is what we also speak when we are talking about inclusion when you have a group working together different ideas come together different ideologies come together and then when these ideologies together create something concrete that is what takes us from point a to point b so working together is um i think teamwork is a, a unique ability that people need to have people need to see how to bind that there is no fun in uh, raging the war alone mm-hmm. so yeah they do say that if you want to go like fast then you should go alone but if you want to go far you should go with a team or absolutely your your um, i think collection of quotes is very very good but yeah this is this is really true thank you so much actually that's what you get when you are on uh, social media a lot uh, you get to see quotes they are like positive ones negative ones and they are like daily quotes of the day so i have all of them stored in my mind though i'm not i would not say that i'm following each and every one of them regularly but i do try like whenever i'm feeling down i'll think of uh, something that comes to my mind so i wanted to know what for you is that like if you are feeling down would you read a book or would you refer to something that someone has taught you or who is that person that you would go to um as i said i've had different mentors to for going at various points in time i have to all of these people or uh, you know to express my thoughts and i'm 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 a um, compulsive thinker i continuously think so obviously a compulsive thinker needs somebody where you can just you know go and vent it out Mm-hmm. But uh, when I'm really feeling down, I like to pen down my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge power in writing your thoughts, um, and there's a reason why when we were growing up, there was emphasis on writing notes at school and uh, in in the education field. I don't see that anymore, and especially because of COVID, I don't see uh, the importance on writing, um, especially with children. But I think there's a huge power in writing. When you write it down, most of us are visual uh, people. So when you write it down, when you're able to just uh, express it in, in words, um, it it really helps us get clarity about what the thought process is like, where mm-hmm. we are going from point A to point B, what is the mind thinking. A lot of times, uh, and people like me, you know, compulsive thinkers who think a lot, they'll be driving and they'll be thinking. So the they'll they'll be you know on a Zoom call and there's like a second chain of thought going somewhere else. And I always say this to my coaches also. keep a pen and a paper handy at all points in time whatever is the thought that comes to your mind you need to write it down you need to jot that thought down and see why are you thinking what you are thinking it's very important to understand why am i bogged down right now what is troubling me what can i do differently what can i do to get me out of this mindset um what can i do to and you know when we were talking about opportunities a little while back i think that writing also gives you different opportunities when you start writing you'll suddenly be like oh i have written this down because otherwise um thought thinking and just that thought thought process it exhausts the brain you will you know we, what we do is usually acha this has happened and then maybe that will happen and maybe that will happen and so your brain is exhausted by the time the actual event hits you your brain is so exhausted you're unable to do anything about it writing it down actually gives a proper chain line thought process you're able to properly in a very structured way reflect it so i have an excel sheet um uh, which i maintain i also have a journal which i maintain um, which is incidentally right here 
um and um, so i i write my thoughts extensively in fact i make flow charts for my thoughts it's that's like i'm letting okay. you in on a secret <laughs> so i'll definitely try that thing i haven't heard about like making a flow chart for science <laughs> projects we have like even for memorizing things we have made flow charts but that's something really cool that i've heard and i'll definitely try doing that actually i myself i'm trying to write more because i am listening to different podcasts and all they say that writing crystallizes your thoughts and it also refines them in a very good way if you are having an irrational sorry irrational thought so if you write it down on a piece of paper and read it once you will feel that ah, that's stupid just like someone else tells you their insecurities and you are like no that's not true but if that someone is you then you need someone else to tell you that so i believe that writing completely does that for you yeah so, i mean that's why we need coaches right a coach mm-hmm. is able to give you a different perspective a mentor is able to give you a different perspective when you're speaking with leaders for example i think it's very lonely at the top when you're speaking with somebody who with say uh, 15 years of experience or 20 25 years of experience sitting at the c level somewhere heading a business somewhere those positions are very lonely you cannot uh, <clears throat> speak to your peer or team and get perspectives i think in those positions it becomes very important that either you have a coach who can help you get that different perspective or uh, write it down i think that exactly how you said you know you need that different perspective you need that uh, third person's view because when you're inside something uh, inside the fence it's very difficult to look at things objectively when you start writing you can kind of sit be outside the fence look at the situation from outside see oh this is what it is need to possibly do something differently and that really helps absolutely i believe in that as well uh now i wanted to ask more about the fact ki uh, people do write like majority of the people i have heard like good amazing speakers they believe that writing down their thoughts is a very good way of doing that and you also mentioned that being at the top is sort of lonely and you are someone who mentors these people so what are your greatest learnings because i'm pretty sure that looking at them you will be able to learn from their mistakes as well as whatever things that they are doing right like for example even in this session i'm learning a lot of things like flow chart i'll definitely try to incorporate that so what are your learnings like three biggest learnings that you had with your clients um here let me start by one um i think as we are, when we when we are growing up you look at people who are sitting in these big positions and you think that <clears throat> your parents or these people in big positions you know the some ceo some your immediate supervisor you think they're all perfect or you think that oh they know all the answers or you think that once you reach their position you would have all answers um i think my biggest learning was uh that irrespective of the position one is in irrespective of whatever one has achieved i think everybody has insecurities everybody has moments where the people are down everybody um uh who's a public speaker most most of them will have shaking knees when they stand in front of 100 people and they start talking so if you go and you feel that oh i cannot speak in front of 100 people trust me the biggest speaker has gone through those moments if you think that somebody sitting in the, those big positions have not had moments where he's had self doubt where he's thought that i'm not good enough for this role where he's had imposter syndrome everybody has it i am yet to find someone who thinks oh i've got this role and i'm perfect for it 
everybody has moments of doubt i think that has been my first learning which gave me a lot of um, um confidence because when you start realizing that you're not alone in this it just makes you look at things very differently um the the second point is that um, and this is something that i have had a lot of people tell me uh, shruti when we sit in meetings or when we are sitting in a group we are very quiet and i said why are you quiet They're like oh we have nothing new to offer everyone is already mm-hmm. talking there's nothing new to offer and i think uh, what i have mostly uh, i think my point is each one of has is one thing to offer that which nobody has which is our personal experience my life is my life my experiences are mine which nobody else has had them my thought processes my perspectives that is unique to me so in in whatever situation you are in if you feel and this, this is a generic you i think in whatever situation one is if one feels that i have nothing distinct to offer the biggest distinct the biggest unique thing we all have to offer are our life experiences that nobody else can replicate um i think if we know this that fear of talking that fear of um uh influencing for leaders the fear of reaching out to people um for speakers when they go and speak in front of 100 i think all of that will go away and uh, the third thing is um i think just being humble and just give just give and give and give and um if you can add value to even one life every day in whatever way whatever way i think it the the peace with which one sleeps at um, at at uh, you know when the day ends is immense i don't know if that answers your question but i think those have been my learnings when through my coaching through my interaction and now i think i have i interact with so many people i think those have been the learnings that I- but yeah i mean not that i am i i am the best in this i'm sure there are others who would have to yeah so that is the growth mindset that i'm seeing in you like you're saying that i'm not the best but i'm still learning so i believe there are uh, small anecdotes that you can get from a person even if he's saying a small thing you can get uh, things out of it i do believe that the learnings that you have are quite good i would say that they are enriching for someone who hasn't experienced it herself I would not say that uh, I believe that whenever you are like you read about good things or you read about posts or quotes these things they impact you but until unless you have experienced it yourself you won't be able to feel the complete impact of that thing like uh, for example I would say that I'm someone who's not comfortable talking with a lot of people or even with a stranger if I'm sitting next to someone I would not be the one who would start a conversation with them So because i have that fear like what if he thinks like well if that's weird like why do you want to talk to me you don't know me and we have that stranger syndrome that our parents have inculcated in us that don't talk to a stranger don't share food don't do this so i believe that somewhat restricts you i won't say that that's an extra thing that's a parent trying to protect her child uh, that's completely all right but i do believe that these things are there so one of the quotes again coming back to the quotes that i would say quotes or lines i would say is that uh, they say that whatever you are doing it's okay you can go ahead and do that thing but remember that if it's not something that people are going to remember for years then it's okay you can make mistakes in that it's completely fine with that and i do believe and i strongly believe in this quote that like whenever i i took up public speaking in class 7 i believe and i was standing there horrified i had no words to speak because there was like a 
big crowd of people who are waiting for this thing to get over like usually children sit around and they are just waiting once the speaker is done and they'll just yeah. yeah we'll go home so i was like horrified to stand there and just not say anything and i remember once i was done like i just said good morning this is my topic and i went off thank you and the loudest claps were for my <laughs> my speech and that was because i ended up in the shortest duration possible not because like <laughs> they were trying to encourage me or something but i tried to take it that way ki like it's okay i'll try and now that i think about it i feel that nobody remembers that i do and from that person to this person i believe that i have grown a little i would say because saying that i've grown a lot would be sort of like uh, boasting i would say but yeah so i am trying to grow in that aspect what about you like how has your mindset changed from the time you were a, ch- a child to the time that you have become a coach mother and all these journeys that you have I think we all have um, different mindsets at different point in time it was very interesting when i was hearing your story about mistakes i was like it's interesting right we all fear making those mistakes we all fear what if someone will laugh what will people think what if i make a mistake i've had the pleasure of and i have to mention it here i've had the pleasure of working with someone who once told me that shruti go out there uh, make mistakes i'll be there to back you um and that has been a very big boost but coming back to your um, point what has been the mindset uh, i think different mindset at different points in time um obviously when we lose somebody i lost my father at a very young age obviously the mindset is very very different um when you have those minus successes the mindset is very different so i think even in a day sometimes the mindset moves from a high to a low um and as i was saying you know the um, it's it's a constant need to just keep reminding yourself shruti you're possibly not in the right frame of mind you possibly need to take a break right now take a 5 minute break get yourself collect yourself and then move forward so even in a day we i i think all of us and it's not just me i'll be wrong to say that it's me i think all of us move between being in a great mindset to being in a uh, fixed mindset and then it's a question of just whether we're able to take control and then move on and remind us and which is why we need these gen- journals and writing and perspectives and you know i think even a coach needs a coach so uh yeah it's, it's that's how it so, is so yeah, have you started some sort of a gratitude journal or like a gratitude jar where you're writing things that you're grat- uh, like grateful for oh yes i i have a gratitude journal i have a journal in which i i write about all the high points in life um why do i consider them to be high points and uh, what has been my learning i also write a journal on what are the low points in life um uh, and what are my learnings why do i consider them low what was the emotion associated with whether it's a high point or a low point um which helps me understand my own mindset and how do i you know to understand the trigger points and how do you get out of those um so while i do the gratitude journal on a daily basis the highs and lows are usually done um, once in a month just to understand okay unless there is something which is really major that has happened for me to sit down okay i think it's important for us to understand what are the emotions we are going through so even when i coach will my point is you know say for example if i'm sitting with you i'd be like okay tell me five emotions you're feeling right now and exactly five not more than that 
mm-hmm. and um, why do you feel those emotions what is it that uh, you're feeling can you identify those emotions can you write those emotions i think that really helps so for me personally i have seen that that does help like for example you are feeling hurt but most of the times that cannot be hurt like there is a reason for that happening there might be an underlying anger or you're not able to understand that emotion until unless you are analyzing it or introspecting it so lastly i would say thank you so much for having me oh sorry have thank you so much for being here i do believe that you are having this sort of intimidating impact on me ouch so. that wasn't <laughs> the intention i am so sorry no it's okay i would say like uh, to have someone who has coached so many people and i'm having a conversation with her i am taking her interview of the hr person so that's somewhat i am not an hr person i i my my past life is hr yes i do consult on hr but um, i keep telling people don't call me an hr person <laughs> i think i'm at best i am a uh, you know i'm a people's person yes I love interacting with people yes but you know when you say someone is an HR person you just kind of boxing the person into a very corporate role so yeah I'm a people's person I love being with people I love talking to people I love holding hands um I if I can only be a patch to the many people who've mentored me and guided me if I can create even a patch of the goodwill they've all had I would have I I believe I will be successful so Yeah, that's a lovely thought like i do believe in karma i do believe that you when you are doing something good for someone even if it does not come back to you that sense of satisfaction will come and that's something that's major for me like you'll feel satisfied you'll feel that you have made an impact in the world and that you have a purpose for example i'd say so thank you so much for being here i think i'm doing this right this time thank you so much and thank you, you have shared a lot of good things with me from maintaining a journal to writing down your thoughts making sure that you are introspecting on things and trying to manage everything and having a family and trying to spend time with them as well and lastly i would thank you for being here even after what i have heard recently so i would say thank you so much it takes immense courage to have a conversation and i can say that your coach or your mentor has mentored you well to be here and to give that sort of a encouraging and inspiring talk to everyone yeah i mean as i said um, i wouldn't be doing justice to him if i would have cancelled this um, <clears throat> he would have wanted life to go on so this is just my way of a tribute to him so thank you for having me here okay. i'm pretty sure he is proud of you Thank, Thank you, Deepthi. So Thanks a ton. Thanks for Mitty Kiran for having me here. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thanks.